am Carol Angela Davis with your Slay Word of the Week. And this week, of course, well, you know the purpose of the Slay Word, right? To help you level up your vocab and slay it at home on the job and the side hustle with the kids. Well, the word this week is acerbic, A-C-E-R-B-I-C, acerbic, an adjective, meaning, of course, that it modifies or describes a noun. This one coming from the Latin adjective acerbus, a meaning harsh or unpleasant. Now, it was used a lot between 1900 and 1975, then fell out of usage. I've been slowly dropping since then. So it means sharp and forthright, harshly critical or having a bitter taste. Let's use it in a sentence. Her friend's acerbic criticisms made her regret they went shopping together. We've all been there. Also, when cooking, she added lemon juice to her apple pie filling, giving it an acerbic quality, acerbic, harshly critical, bitter tasting. I'm Carol Angela Davis. I'll use it in my news every day this week. Get me on Instagram and Twitter at Carol Angela D. I'm Carol Angela Davis. Here's uh, kind of a part of a three-part series on having a sustainable Christmas because guess what? You can have a living sustainable Christmas tree, okay? This is part of a three-part series. We begin with a tale that takes the acerbic bite out of the proverbial chopping down a Christmas tree and chopping that, t- tossing it away, and then we've lost the tree. All right, it, uh, acerbic is our slave word of the week, just so you know, meaning bitter. All right, here's how it works. The company is Love a Christmas Tree in Leicestershire, England. Instead of cutting your tree down, using it for those four weeks, then throwing it away, you rent your tree and you can get the same tree every year and watch it grow, folks. The saplings are imported from Denmark, then they're replanted in the QK, and when they get tall enough, they, they rent them out, okay? But before the trees there are rented, they are grown in a special container with tiny holes in a pot. They're grown in a pot. There's tiny holes around the pot, which allows the smaller roots to continue to grow into the soil. All right, the trees are then harvested, and the smaller roots break off when they pull the tree out of the ground, but the majority of the roots, they stay right there in the pot, allowing them to replant the pot when you're finished with it, so you can cut back next year and get the same tree. Now, the company owners are Alistair and Diane Lucking. They run Love a Christmas Tree there, like I said, in Leicestershire, uh, United Kingdom. And they say this does three things. First of all, it's more environmental friendly than any tree offering out there, real or plastic. And don't get fooled by those plastic trees because at some point, you know, that plastic ends up in the ocean. Second, it creates a business disruptor in the Christmas tree market. And third, it's just a lot of fun. Okay. The Lucking say they tie a tag to trees each year with a number and name and they record it in a book so that you can get the same tree every year. And they tell the story about this young boy uh, family he has a young family member who measures his height against the tree every year. And he gets the tree, <laughs> he can see how much he's grown. That's so cute. The trees are delivered from the beginning of December. Uh, that's when they start delivering them. Then they pick them up in the first week of January uh, when they're replanted and they get ready to grow for you again next year. Not bad. I'm Carol Angela Davis. Get me on Instagram and Twitter at Carol Angela D. News you can use. I am Carol Angela Davis. Ghislaine Maxwell is the British socialite and ex-girlfriend of now dead accused pedophile Jeffrey Epstein. Ghislaine Maxwell now facing new allegations that she recruited and trafficked those underage girls for Epstein. One accuser saying Maxwell introduced her to Epstein and then allegedly forced her to have sexual relations with Prince Andrew when she was just a minor. Another said that Maxwell was Epstein's madam, helping him maintain and hide that sex trafficking ring where he paid girls as young as 14 to have sex with him. Now, Maxwell is denying the allegations. For what it's worth, her dad, Robert Maxwell, also a somewhat nefarious figure, an ex-employee called him a monstrous father who treated his family very badly. Apparently, he was a Czech born newspaper tycoon and a British lawmaker who died under mysterious circumstances after he 
fell off his yacht and was posthumously discovered to have committed a massive pension fraud against his employees. Now that brings me to our slay word and to uh, acerbic for bitter tasting. What an acerbic end for Ghislaine Maxwell, if this is all true, to what was a very privileged life. Very sad. How far does the apple fall from the tree? We don't know. But in his biography of the tycoon Robert Maxwell, it's called Maxwell, The Rise and Fall of Robert Maxwell, and his empire author Roy Greenslade says, Ghislaine Maxwell dealt with her father's death like this, quote, um, dry-eyed and dealing with the press, unquote. Wow, what an indictment. It was after the death that she moved to the United States and lived a public life, socialized in the most elite circle. She was photographed with Donald Trump and First Lady Melania. Uh, that was in 2000 alongside Epstein. Also, she was in the background of the infamous photograph of Prince Andrew where, that appears to show him with his arms around the waist of his alleged victim, a photo he says was faked. Will she get away with it? Was she involved and if so, to what extent? Epstein once referred to her as his best friend, so you do the math. He's dead. Now, will anyone have to answer for these allegations? I'm Carol Angela Davis. Get me on Instagram and Twitter at Carol Angela D. I am Carol Angela Davis talking about your money. And yes, there is good news in the economy because non-farm payrolls did surge by 266,000 in November. And uh, that knocked the unemployment rate down from 3.6% to 3.5%, uh, the lowest jobless rate since 1969. Always good news. But what did it mainly was the end of that GM strike where 48,000 workers were returned to the job they had been on strike. And another 12,000 workers who were also laid off were returned to work. So 60,000 of that 200 166,000 were people who were returning to work for being on strike. So don't miss that. But yet and still, average hourly earnings did rise by 3.1%. And that's always good news. It brings me to our slay word, acerbic for critical, because a NatWest senior economist is still acerbic and is sounding an alarm, saying there are still indications that the labor market is slowing. A conference board survey founding that about 12.7% of job seekers found that it was harder to get a job in November than it was in October, where that number set at 11.5%. Now, there's also the problem of non-farm, excuse me, problem of private sector payrolls, excuse me, ADP reporting that private sector payrolls for November did increase by only 67,000 jobs. Folks, that is well below the 150,000 that had been projected, and it is the slowest growth since May. Apparently, the surprise weakness was due in part to a loss of 18,000 goods-producing jobs that were from natural resources, mining, construction, and manufacturing. Now, we should also tell you that trade Transportation and utilities, they also declined. The usually robust sector declining by 15,000 jobs. Also, information services fell by 8,000 jobs. Small business was also hit with a decline of 15,000 workers in businesses with fewer than 20 employees. I'm Carol Angela Davis with news you can use. Get me on Instagram and Twitter. Don't start spending yet, folks. We're not out of these woods yet. Thanks for watching. I am Carol Angela Davis with your crime news from Florida. 34-year-old Dustin Atkins in trouble with the law again, folks, for endangering children. What a guy. He was already on probation for his role in the 2011 shooting death of a child. Now he's facing new charges after allegedly leaving four children unsupervised with loaded firearms, of course, resulting in the accidental shooting of a nine-year-old girl who is in critical condition in a hospital. Apparently, and according to police, four young juveniles were with an adult relative in the woods shooting firearms at some point. This wise guy, adult, left the children unsupervised and a nine-year-old girl was shot by a sibling, folks, uh, while shooting at a target.
Now, too many guns and too many guns in the hands of people who don't need to have a gun. Bringing me to our slay word, acerbic, for sharply critical. Yes, we should be acerbic about the gun industry uh, because no child should be subject to gunfire. Now, let's go to our next story, children and guns, from Austin, Texas. Veteranda Martinez Gutierrez, 36, a mother of three, shot dead by her estranged common-law husband in front of her children who were terrified, of course. Police say the perpetrator is 43-year-old Forencio Felix Barron, okay? He had been stalking her, they say, since returning to the United States illegally. Police say he was reportedly previously deported for sexually assaulting a child. According to witnesses, he said something to her, fired the shots into in, in the car, then went in the front of the car <clears throat> and shot himself. The children were screaming and begging him not to fire the gun, uh, but of course he did. They tried to defend their mom. They couldn't. It got to the point where witnesses say she just collapsed into the lap of her children, holding one daughter's hand where the daughter has little marks, where mom squeezed her hand, telling her goodbye. Sad. The father also died of a self-inflicted gunshot wound. That's the only good news. Get me on Instagram and Twitter at Carol Angela D. I am Carol Angela Davis. The trade war's next round of tariffs is already causing concern uh, in the tech industry. Those tariffs are expected to be imposed on December 15th by the White House. In anticipation, China has ordered all of its government offices and public institutions to remove American computers starting now uh, and going all the way through into 2020. China said to be concerned about the progress of the U.S.-China uh, trade negotiations. Uh, but what is it going to do to HP, to Dell, to Microsoft? Well, analysts say these companies generate as much as $150 billion each year from sales to China. That brings me to our slave word acerbic for bitter tasting. My goodness gracious, I'm sure these companies are going to have quite the acerbic reaction to the loss of this kind of revenue. Analysts over there in China at China Securities, well, they estimate that around 30 million pieces of computer hardware, hardware will be, need to be removed now with large-scale replacement beginning early next year. Ouch. Now, you'll remember that the White House, just, just so you give you some background, banned U.S. companies from doing businesses with Chinese telecoms equipment maker, maker Huawei. It builds ultra-high-speed 5G networks all over the world. The ban also covered Chinese companies ZTE, Hikavision, and Dehua, manufacturers of surveillance cameras, and Hytera, which produces two-way radios, okay? The White House saying was concerned about espionage and Chinese te technology companies helping the government to conduct cyber espionage. So the next round of tariffs on China, it's going to hit Chinese-made, this is the ones I'm telling you about that start December 15th. It's going to hit Chinese-made mobile phones, laptop computers, toys, and clothing. And China has some demands as well. It wants existing UF tariffs imposed on about $375 billion worth of its exports. It wants them removed and another $156 billion in tariffs on its remaining exports to be canceled. I'm Carol Angela Davis. Get me on Instagram and Twitter at Carol Angela D.